0: Hello and welcome to the Corona Chronicles. Uh, we're about halfway through the book of Revelation now and I hope you're enjoying our steady march through and uh, seeing, seeing the glory of, of Christ and uh, going back in time, thinking what's happening in our time, thinking what will happen in future times. Uh, everything is being revealed to us in this, in this scroll. And uh, we're in chapter 11 now and we're going to read the first, the first six verses. I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told, go and measure the temple of God and the altar with its worshippers, but exclude the outer court. Do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months and I will appoint my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. They are the two olive trees and the two lampstands And they stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours them, their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during the time they are prophesying. And they have power to turn the waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. So we're, we're, we're back into some pretty amazing imagery here. Yeah. And um, this reads a bit like the greatest hits of the Old Testament, I think. <laughs> uh, there, there is so much imagery here from Daniel and from Ezekiel and from Exodus. You know, It's just uh, drawing together these great Bible books and Bible themes to describe uh, what is going on. And as I said in the introduction, it seems like with Revelation you, you, you have to go back and then you have to go forward and then you have to think about the present time. And it seems that we're now back considering the church on earth. Mm. After seeing some pretty amazing scenes of the future, uh, we're back to the church. What is happening with the church? And all this stuff about measuring, uh, which, which is drawn really from Ezekiel, uh, I think is designed to say that God knows his church. Like he, he has measured his church. He is sovereign over them. He knows uh, in what situation they find themselves. Mm-hmm. He knows how many people make it up. He knows each individual saint, each individual congregation all over the world, and what's happening to them. A bit like what we saw in uh, in the letters to the churches early on. Um, and that that is a great encouragement, isn't it? Yeah. That um, you know those who are struggling with coronavirus in this. Uh, nation and around the world, those who are being persecuted. That again, God has measured them out. He He knows them. How many of His people that that there are, which mm. which is good, isn't it? Mm.
1: Yeah, and it's um, and they they're being trampled on here, aren't mm. they? But it's only for forty two months. So again, I mean, God's kindness to us that He just again and again says it's only for a time. Yes, it's for a set yeah. period. Yeah. It's not going to be forever. Um, and then we see uh, these two witnesses. Um, who are prophesying for one thousand two hundred and sixty days, um, and they're described as the two lampstands. And earlier in Revelation, we saw Jesus walking among the lampstands, the seven lampstands. So these these are uh, this is the church in, in a sense. Um, they are God's people, um, and they are prophesying. And what, what we really like from this is that if anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. Uh, so. They, um, if they if they're doing God's work, and they are elected as God's people to do His His work, then they're going to do His work. Mm, mm. Christ's church will be built. He's yes. building His church, um, and. Uh, um, they, yeah, people co- won't be able to, to stop it happening.
0: Yeah. yeah, and although I mean, it sounds like the power we would quite like to have, doesn't it? You know, <laughs> to be able to breathe fire, yeah. to turn into sort of dragons yeah. you know, upon the earth. Mm. Um, you know, We mustn't get that imagery wrong. This mm. is not saying, really, that we as individual Christians are to be, to be doing these things, but it's all tied up with the message that the Church has been given, isn't it? As mm. you were saying, that yeah. as we proclaim the Gospel, um, Jesus builds his Church, and the proclamation of the gospel is a kind of judgment, isn't it, upon, yeah. upon the world. And that these plagues and these shutting up of the heavens, it's to say really that as the gospel is proclaimed, God does great things. You know, amazing things happen for his glory. Uh, there is judgment on the enemies, but there is gathering in of the saints. And all of that is done through the message that he he has entrusted us entrusted us with, mm.
1: um, and it's a message of repentance, isn't it? Because yes. Here they are clothed in um, sackcloth, uh, which was uh, what you did um, sort of in Old Testament days to mm. show, kind of visibly demonstrate your. Uh, sorrow for your sin, mm. and sometimes the nation's sin, because it mm. would be the whole nation together, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, and w- and what they're trying to do, it, as with all of this, is, is, is trying to get people to repent and come back. You know, mm. the waves of these judgments that we've seen in the last few chapters are warnings that a greater mm. judgment is coming, mm. and mm. it's giving people an opportunity to re- repent, mm. isn't it? Mm. Um, so that's what the, the church is doing here. It is, that's really helpful isn't it as
0: well, because it shows that we're, you know, it's not like, you know we're we're the perfect ones. You know God chose us because we're better than everyone else. Yeah. You know we are we're all sinners, yeah. and uh, as you say, we're wearing this sackcloth because we we, we have repented ourselves mm. and want to proclaim a message of repentance, of self-humbling, um, and trusting in Christ. Mm. And that that's that that's what we're all about. That's our witness and our testimony, isn't it? Mm. Um, so so it is. It, uh, you know, when you read it, you think, "Goodness, all these numbers and images." But actually, it, it's just—it's just an apocalyptic way, isn't it, of saying, "God is sovereign. He knows His people. He knows His enemies. Uh, the persecution is under control. The growth of the church is under control. And therefore, we can just keep keep preaching and mm-hmm. keep testifying to Jesus." And um, yeah, so that—that's something perhaps to take away today: uh, to to rejoice that God is sovereign. Um, that persecution can go this far, but no further, and uh, we're to live and to speak this message of repentance, which will do wonders in the world uh, for the glory of God. And we're gonna we're gonna dive
1: further into this into this picture tomorrow.